Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Getting here to go there. Second Thessalonians chapter number two. Getting here to go there. Now, you Bible people know this is Paul's earliest letters. He's writing this and he's writing it trying to straighten some people out because some said that we're already in the tribulation period. Some said the resurrection's already happened. <clears throat> There's all kinds of things flying around, about like today on Facebook. You can hear all kinds of stuff on that. I mean, you've got the queers are preaching about how the Bible's doesn't that's that it means that this means that homosexuality ought to be accepted and all this stuff. Listen, friend, that is that is that is heresy. That that's not scriptural. That's not scriptural. There's no there's no power to that. I'll be tagged homophobe, but but look, I'm just uh, I'm, uh, that's not it at all. I'm the best friend they've got because I'm telling the truth. <clears throat> Somebody's not your friend lie to you. Somebody's your friend tell you the truth. Uh, the, the, the Ford man, uh, the, the, Hayes, the Hayes brothers tag teamed that Ford, uh, brother Ford now, but, but, but it wasn't because they didn't like him. If they, if they hadn't cared anything about him, they just left him alone, let him die and go to hell. But no, they cared something about him. So what did they do? Tagged up on him. Went in there, witnessed to him. You know why they done that? Because they cared about him. There's a friend. I wouldn't be much of a friend to anybody to tell them that, that all that stuff's okay. You know, and uh, that's not Second Thessalonians chapter number two. If you found it, shout amen. amen. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. That's the brethren. That you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter, as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means. <clears throat> For that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, <clears throat> and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself, Above all that is called God. Or that is worshipped. So that he as God sitteth in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Father, I love you. Thank you for the night, the time, the place, the people. For the good singing, the sweet spirit, God, we felt in our heart already tonight. From the prayer room, God, till even up to this point. Now, God, fill my mouth and guard my tongue and help me uh, be accurate in the Scripture and uh, remind us, Lord, that where we are. And, God, we had to get here in order to go there. Bless this for your sake, Lord. Let me encourage the brethren. I'll praise you for it. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm not a dater. I'm not trying to date the coming of the Lord. That'd be foolish. No man knoweth the date or the hour. 
No, not the angels in heaven, but my Father only. Remember when that when Jesus made that comment, He was here on earth. I'm sure that in His glory, all things are revealed to Him now. There's nothing hidden from Him now. At that particular time, He was speaking to them, and the Father had not yet done the, He had not yet received that from the Father. But then He said, "All powers given me in heaven and earth." When that when that transpires, it's all there. All knowledge is there. He's not. Nothing's hidden from him. But we as, as, as mortals and as Christians, we don't know, we, we don't know the day and the hour, but he said he wouldn't have us be ignorant concerning the times. We can see that the, the day is fast approaching. We can see what's on the horizon. We can see where we are. So just, just quickly, quickly, if I may, I want to speak to us tonight about uh, getting here. How did we get here? How did we get here? Well, sin's how we got here. But I'm glad for grace. Where sin abound, grace did much more about. But sin's the reason we are where we're at. But I often say this, and you know I do. You can't stop Bible prophecy. Now there is a remnant that's gonna be saved. Praise God, I'm glad. The few that be that find it, I'm one of the few. Listen, I'm glad to be in the few number today and, and that we're speaking when you're, you're speaking corporately, globally, and, and that's what Jesus was referring to in that particular time. But if we have here, where are we now? And I'm thinking on this this afternoon. Well, the Bible is pretty plain. It says, as it was in the days of Noah. But when God, when, when Jesus is giving that dissertation concern, in that passage of scripture there, he's talking about, he's talking about his second coming. Not his appearing. So sometimes we kind of mix that up. So we say, well, as it was in the days of Noah, that's right, accurate to the Jew he's speaking. And that's talking about when he comes, Gordon taught this in Sunday school last year when we went through Matthew forever. And a hundred percent agree with what he taught us. And it's, it's the one, one's left and one's taken away. Well, in context of that verse, the, the one that's taken away is the one in trouble. It's the one that's left. So we know if that being the context of that verse, then what would that be? When was that time? Post-trib. So we know, we know seven years out from that, that the appearing of the Lord has taken place. Seven years prior, I said that wrong. Seven years prior to that, the appearing of the Lord. Are you with me? What are we looking for? We're looking for the, uh, the, the great, the glorious appearing of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The glorious appearing that he talks about in 1 Thessalonians. There's a lot of debate on Facebook, a lot of videos out there today, and they're all combating about the, the here's what this one guy said. There will not be a rapture of the church. I said, okay, there's not a rapture. But the Bible tells me there's a catching away. So you use whatever term you want to. He said we'd be caught up. Caught up. Why would he catch you up and then come and let us land back down? Save, thank you, Jimmy. That's point number two. So we, we are, he appears According to Paul, in the first letter to Thessalon, the Thessalonians, he appears 
and we're caught up. Now, Paul's thinking that's in his lifetime. I'm talking about where we are. Getting here to go there. So, we know we got to this place. He, he, Paul said, then we which are alive and remain. That tells me Paul thought he's going to be walking around breathing air when he come. But Paul missed it about 2,000 years. Of all the things Paul knew and understood and seen, there's some things that even to Paul wasn't clear. But what do we have now? We have the full canon of Scripture. We have the complete from Genesis to Revelation. From in the beginning when it was created to the revelation of Jesus Christ to reveal unto us what's going to transpire and take place. Paul didn't know what John saw. Are you with me? So, where are we? Well, I think everybody in this room would agree we are in the days of Noah. And it's going to be that way when he comes back. How close are we if we're already there? Well, how was it in Noah's day? The thoughts and the tents of man's hearts were evil continually. And it repented God that it even made man. Man's wicked. I'm telling you, left on our own, we are a wicked lot. We're in trouble. The only good thing about me is the Holy Ghost that indwells me. Listen, that's the only good thing about you, your grandbabies, and all the rest of them. The only good thing about us is him, the Holy Ghost. How'd we get here? Sin, where are we at? As in the days of Lot. Are we there? I started to preface tonight what I'm going to do on this return of the gods. I'm not going to, I'm going to just going to use a lot of information that I got from, from uh, that book. But, but, but I'd have been a little premature in doing it. But how did we get here when, when, when I've learned a lot of things through this? When I begin to share this with you, you're going to fully understand why the, why the, the LBGQRSWXYZ are where they're at and why they act like they do. As in the days of Lot. Now, Lot was a perfect example of what I preached this morning. First, he was walking with them. Then he was standing with them. And then he's sitting in the gate with the scornful and lost everything he had but his own soul and his two incest daughters. And they've been a thorn in the flesh of Israel ever since. Well, that goes way back, don't it? Wow. Where are we at now? Are we in the days of Noah? Oh, yeah. Men's heart's evil. I mean, I just watch it for preaching fodder. But these people are so lost. They're just so lost. I get to thinking, Tony Wilson, praise God. We was born where we were born. I mean, I don't remember, Jason, ever in my life not knowing that God's God. Never. Now, I wasn't always saved, but I knew he's God. 
I knew there's some things you better not do. He's God. I knew there's things he said that wasn't right. Praise God, he ain't changed his mind. He's still God. And I knew, even though I wasn't saved, that Jesus was the Christ. How did I know that? Trained up the way I ought to go. Heard it all my life. That's calling about it now. When they spin the thing to see who's going to pray over supper, and it lands on Colin, and he prays to God, thanking him for his food. And he said this about his grandpa, help my grandpa here. And the next day I asked Dusty, I said, how's Arnold hearing? You know, he said he's hearing just a little bit better. But the world outside, listen, friend, you work with them. It, 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 it's, it's moved into Crossville. The plague has come around our lives, infiltrated our churches. People sitting in churches, they don't believe this book. They just showing up to have a party. Listen, listen, we're, we, but we had to get here. Where did we have to get to? We had to get this know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Man shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful and unholy, without natural affection. Are we there? We had to get here to go there. So should we be just flabbergasted? Is that a good word? Surprised? Up? Can we, can we believe that this stuff's taking place? We had to get here to go there. Because he said it's going to happen. Now, when you see all these things come to pass, what Jesus told them to look up. Your redemption draweth nigh. Just look up. Are we here? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. We've heard about it, read about it, talked about it, heard it preached all my life. J. Vernon McGee thought he'd see the coming of the Lord. You've read his books. Thought he'd see the coming of the Lord. I think I'll be caught up, he said. Nah, he didn't make it. Died of cancer. Cancer got him. Something going to get you. Say, so won't get me. Oh, yeah. There's one sitting in that seat right back there last Sunday morning. Didn't think they was leaving this week. Left Monday. That might be you. You just don't know. But we had to get here to go there. I'm speaking, I'm speaking at, uh, as the church globally, as the church. I mean, these people saved and they're being saved by, you don't hear about this, but there's multitudes of people being saved in Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iran, Iran. The underground church in Iran has exploded. And they're not reporting that on CNN or even Fox News. They're not talking about that. They don't care anything about that. They only care if, if Republicans hate Democrats and Democrats hate Republicans. That's all the news media is worried about. But there's a multitude of people being saved in the underground church in Iran. Why is that? That's Abraham's cousins. 
That's him. All related. We had to get here to go there. Now, when we, we believe because of this passage that I've just read that the Antichrist is going to come, he's going to exalt himself above everything, he's going to call himself God, going to file, file, there'll be a false peace that'll come in. When they say peace, peace, then sudden destruction, there's going to be a false peace, the peace accord. I, every time they say peace accord, my ear perks up. Some of this is going to transpire. It's going to happen. Sure as you're sitting in a pew tonight. But look here. But between the abomination of desolation showing up and certainly for my amillennial friends before he stands in the holy place uh, according to scripture the bride's gone I don't every church I preach in don't believe that so I have to be very careful because uh, not, not, not everybody believes that and uh, and they think I'm wrong, and I know they are. So we, we, just agree, we just agree to disagree on that, and that'll be all right. <clears throat> but I had to get here. The church as a whole had to get here to go there. I'm going to say something here that, that's, that, that may not encourage some, but so the first church, we know what happened to the first church. What happened to the first church? But, thank you, Jimmy. Persecuted. Vigorously. Very much so. We think in America, we think in America, we're the candy-coated Christians. Oh, yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's not 78 degrees in the church, we're mad. Or if it's not 70, 69, sums upset and don't park in my place. Don't preach too long. The Methodist will beat us to the Mexican place. We beat them today. <laughs> the kids, the kids loved us. They love. They want to go eat, so we did. There's things on the horizon in America that most of us are unaware of. And the gods of the past were false, but the spirits were real. The spirits were real. Paul's very, very plain about that in Ephesians 6 when he tells us what we wrestle and fight against. And it, there's things that you don't see that's battling you right now. Aren't you glad for a big brother who's making intercession for us at the right hand of the Father and said, I got that one right there. Get a... And I heard you the first day you prayed. But we may have to taste a little persecution. We may have to be tried so as by fire. See if we got what it takes to go there. And if that be the case, and it might be, I believe the same spirit that raised up Jesus will fill us up and enable us to stand against whatever comes our way. I believe that. We had to get here.
that we could go there. Or when we go there, what's here won't matter anymore. It won't matter what's here. You won't, leaving your home, your possessions, the things you've worked for, all your life won't mean a thing to you. Uh, my Uncle Jim Hoover, whom I've done his funeral back in 90, or back in 2012, I think it's 2012, my bird daddy in 13. And uh, I've done Jim Hoover's, uh, my Uncle Jim, uh, everything he touched, he prospered in. He never touched anything. Jason, you knew him all his life, all your life. And uh, when, when we got, when he got down to the end of the road, he asked me, he said, he said Mike, said, I want you to do my funeral. Well, I was honored. I couldn't believe he asked me, just to be honest. I, I really couldn't. And I said, well, I'm honored, Jim, that you'd asked me to do it. I said, I'll do the best I can. He said, oh, no, you will. He said, he said you know, Mike, all the things I've ever done, he said, you know what matters to me right now? And he knew he was about to die. I mean, his days was numbered. He's leaving. He said, you know the only thing that matters to me right now? I said, he's not... Talking about his wife, his son, all his possessions. He said, don't think it matters to me right now is what I've done for the Lord. And he said, I hadn't done near enough. It has to get, we had to get here before we can go there. And we're going there. And when we get there, the only thing that's going to matter when we get there it's what we've done for him. He don't care how many home runs or touchdowns you made. He really don't care. Listen. He don't care what size your bank account. Every time you help somebody like you're a stone, that'll make a difference. Every time there was a widow indeed in need and you helped with that, that'll make a difference. Every time you get a testimony for him, sung a song, Every time you played a guitar for him, done anything, taught a Sunday school class, when you don't think anybody sees you teaching children's church, every single time you've done that, when you get there, that'll make a difference. We had to get here to go there, but when we get there, wouldn't it be sad to walk in with empty hands? And say, well, I meant to, but I didn't. We had to get here. Things are tough here. I mean, look, we're eating good, but spiritually speaking, outside these doors, my friend, it's a war zone. It's bad. It's bad. It's getting worse. It's going to get worse. Did you know? Either eight, there was there was six people appointed to prominent cabinet positions in the in the, in the White House. And if I'm not mistaken, only one out of them was a, was what we would call a typical husband wife team. The rest of them were uh, uh, he she's its or wannabes or trans or changing. And the prominent positions in, in our government. 
I'm telling you, and we're in trouble. We're in trouble. So that's awful. As the days a lot. As the days a lot. We, it, we had to get here before we can go there. And when we go there, let's go with something. Let's go with something. I mean, let's, let's carry something in there with us that didn't burn up. It wasn't wood, hay, and stubble. No, no. It was things eternal. It, it was things that made a difference in the kingdom. I had a young boy call me, <clears throat> preacher boy, not long ago. I'm about done. Just come on, Vernon. I, I, I had a young preacher call me the other day, and uh, I wasn't asking for this kind of pressure, but he put it on me. He said, now, brother, he said, don't you mess up. He, he said, you know I'm watching you. I said, hallelujah. Don't follow me down the interstate. Somebody's watching you. You don't think they are. Somebody's watching you. They're watching you kids at school. They're watching you at the workplace. They know where you go to church. They know where your mom and daddy goes. They know who your preacher is. They know. They're watching. But we had to get here before we could go there. But one of these days, the Bible said, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. With the voice of the archangel and the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We had to get here to go there. I hope you're ready to go. Let's stand our feet. Brenda's going to play us something. Would you bow your heads with me, would you? You need your preacher to help you pray about something. I'm not coming to you and drag you to the altar, but if you want to come to the altar, we'll pray right now. By a raised hand, say, hey, Brother Mike, remember me. God knows the need. Is there one in here tonight that do that? I see that hand and that one. Is there others? I see that hand. Help me pray. God is able. Father, we love you. We thank you for the night and for these that have come out. And I know, Lord, this was a mixed up thing. But the thought's so profound. You brought us here, Lord, to take us there. Bless this that's gone out tonight, God. Touch the hands that was raised and meet that need. Lord, you already know what it is. And God, you can supply. 
I thank you for every hand, every person in a pew, for the chance to be in church tonight. God, use us for your glory. I don't want to show up empty-handed. Help us, Lord, in what we do. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen Amen. and amen. Hey, thank you for coming out tonight. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.